self-love, self-discovery, self-knowledge, call it whatever you like. To understand yourself, I think, is to love yourself. And if you do have some understanding of who you are and don't love yourself, not to be confused with liking yourself, then that is an area that needs serious exploration. Today we are talking about love and how could we not when we are in the midst of the holiday season. You're listening to My Work in Progress. I'm Heidi Vega, and of course, you guys already know what we're talking about today is love and relationships. Um, I think we have a difficult time with relationships and love and knowing where we stand in relationships. And I think this, specifically what I'm talking about today, is one of the biggest hurdles and issues with relationships today. And um, I think we've all heard the famous quote of loving yourself so that you can love others. But why? No one asks. I think it's harder to understand. It sounds good. And you're like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. But why then are there tons of people today that are in relationships and claim to love their partners when they have serious issues with loving themselves? Today we're going to unpack some of that and hopefully provide some food for thought for you, um, for you and your partner, whatever. You guys can listen to this together, might strike up a good conversation for you guys. But before I get to the, you know, juicy good part of this episode, I want to invite you guys to subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already, like the podcast, give me a review on iTunes or Google Play. Uh, wherever you can review this podcast i'd really appreciate it and also you guys can learn more about the guests i had in the past about podcast episodes about my blog all of that stuff on my website uh it's www.myworkinprogress.net and let's jump into this episode So as you already know, today we're unpacking some of that um, loving yourself so that you can love others quote and what that really means. So from personal experience, guys, I have messed up many times in throughout most of my relationships in this area of not understanding the importance of loving yourself and having that self-discovery, that self-knowledge that leads you to a place where you can really love yourself. And I I went into relationships often um, not feeling that way about myself, not really knowing myself very well. Granted, you know, my first serious relationship started when I was like 14. And yes, I still consider it serious because we were together for like four years and Um, I also consider this past relationship serious. Obviously, I married the guy, so um, we were pretty much, we're pretty serious relationship, I would say, as serious as it gets. Um, Having a child together, all of that, and even through all of that, um, I found that my biggest issue with relationships and relating just to people in general, whether it's friendships or family relationships, is that... 
I had to come to terms with the fact that I did not love myself and I didn't even know what that really looked like. For the longest time, I think people assume that loving yourself is um, liking yourself. And those are very two, can often, you know, um, overlap, but they are very two different things. And if you've ever liked somebody, somebody versus love somebody, you know, they're very two different things. <laughs> and so from personal experience, I'm coming on here and speaking from there as well as speaking from a place where I think I've kind of had this self-discovery, I've had some more self-knowledge and I can kind of speak on this a lot better than ever before, uh, especially going through a divorce and having a child with somebody, you really start to kind of take a step back and see yourself in a different light. And this is not to say that that's the only reason that relationships uh, go by the wayside because it takes somebody who does love themselves um, or if, if the other party in this, right, the other partner does love themselves, it can steer away from going all the way to the left, you know, but if you're in a relationship and most people are with somebody else who also doesn't know how to love themselves, doesn't even know what that entails, doesn't even give a second thought to it, um, about themselves, about their self-knowledge and self-discovery, because that's kind of at the root of what I'm talking about when I say self-love is knowing yourself. You have to know yourself. And in knowing yourself, you often do find that you love yourself because um, I will get into that (laughs) as we go on. But just trust me on that and that that's kind of where I'm coming from. So if somebody has their their self knowledge of who they are it's easier if you know it's it's really bad if two people don't love themselves and they're trying to love each other without loving themselves and don't even know what they like and can't be honest and open with the other person because you don't know yourself so to get further into it so i'm not just rambling on um i'd like to take a moment to say We love quotes, right? Especially women. We're all about the quotes. We love posting our quotes on Instagram, me included. Um, We love, you know, our Pinterest quotes and all of that good stuff. And quotes are great. Don't get me wrong. But there's so many quotes out there that I've come across that I'm like, no, that doesn't make sense. Or I'll be like, you know, wait, why are we accepting this as like the universal quote? And there's one that I can think of uh, by Marilyn Monroe. Don't get me wrong. I love me some Marilyn Monroe. But the one that she says, if you don't um, deserve me or if you don't love me at my worst, you don't deserve me at my best kind of quote. And to me, that is not accurate. (laughs) And to me, there's a little bit of an issue there with the fact that um, homegirl, sadly so, overdosed. And she, I mean, if you overdose, there's a likely chance that you didn't love yourself very much or that you had some internal issues going on with yourself. You didn't know yourself. You didn't know that you were to that point. And so 
to me, when people are like, well, if you don't accept, you know, the negative parts about me, you don't deserve the positive parts. And in some instances, I'm like, okay, yeah, I guess I get what you're saying. But (laughs) I have to add that in there, that there's more of a need for you to want others to accept your flaws if you don't accept your flaws or understand your flaws. And we ask other people to be those um, anchors for us to say like, hey, tell me that this is okay, that it's okay that I'm bad at this or um, that I am flawed in this way. And we don't even do that for ourselves. And so to me, that quote got passed around a lot, you know, and and I get it. But at the same time, it's like, "Mm, I don't know if that's the best quote that we should be (laughs) taking in um especially as millennials i feel like this generation is very much like we have the tendency there's so many positives right about millennials in my opinion about um, the way we see the world but at the same time i feel like we have the tendency to be super we got fed a lot of what the 60s 70s babies were telling us about um you know oh, peace and love yourself. And we're just getting told like, you're the best and don't, you know, uh, don't feel inferior and uh, kind of getting (laughs) told these things over and over. And we get to a place where we're adults where we're like, why did you tell us that? You know, this is a competing kind of world. It's not okay for me to do this or that. And, uh, you know, you should be kind of in a place where you can look at yourself and be honest and frank with yourself and I think a lot of kids were not honest uh, were were not um, fed honesty necessarily and we can't just give everybody like um, you know gold stars for losing and it's it's hard for me to really speak on that so I'm not going to go further into that and that can be for a different episode but basically what I'm saying is I don't like that Marilyn Monroe quote. I think at one point I did when I was young and dumb. But I can't I can't like it anymore because it takes away the responsibility you have to know yourself and to deal with your inner demons and not throw that on everybody else. Now, there's different types of love and that's one of those things that I think have um a difficult time translating for each and every person because when i say love each and every person has a unique way of interpreting that word because of their family because of their upbringing because of their friends the, who they surround themselves with now what they've been through in relationships everybody has just like one default of what it means to love and um, it was the ancient Greeks who discovered, you know, there's seven or some people say eight types of love. And they all, you know, I think we can all, um, for the most part, relate to each one of them. Their passionate love, the uncommitted love, the spiritual altruistic love, the parent to child love, the practical love, the self love, whether it's good or bad, goodwill love, which is like between friends, family. And I, I think the love that I speak on when it comes to self-love, because they do have self-love in there. Um, it's called Phila Wida. 
they do have self-love in there, but that self-love is not specific. It's just saying like self-love in general, whether it's good or bad. And the good kind of self-love that I'm talking about is the same kind of love that is necessary to, to sustain a real life-changing relationship. Um, it's, it's the same one that's necessary to, to truly love yourself. And it's about knowing yourself and communicating to learn, or, or not communicating, but committing to love and learn about yourself every day of your life. It's about being honest with yourself. It's about trusting yourself. It's about not being blindly loyal when you are in the wrong. It's about accepting that you are always going to be flawed in one way or another, but that it doesn't diminish who you are as a person as long as you're willing to fight the good fight of improvement. It's not about manipulation or deceit. It's about keeping the promises you make to yourself. It's about understanding sacrifice and that sacrifice can sometimes turn to resentment if it's not done from that very same place of love. Now, I think this is the hardest part for people to come to terms with, that that's the kind of love you need because that's that's hard love and that's not easy to just come across it's not easy to choose every day because that kind of love is a choice at the end of the day it's a a choice that you make every single day to to be coming from that place and the the truth is sometimes you won't sometimes you'll forget sometimes you'll uh put too much energy into something else and and sometimes you'll have the wrong kind of love for yourself or or not such um genuine love for yourself to the point where you're just being um you know it's it's more vanity than anything and it it's hard when you're in love with an idiot and that idiot being yourself <laughs> and that is a quote that i found that i i do like in comparison because it is it's hard when you're in love with an idiot and you're often going to be an idiot you are that idiot you will sometimes fail you will sometimes be hard-headed you will be all these things and it's not easy to want to keep going and to keep learning about yourself when you're finding out ugly things about yourself. You're finding not so pleasant things about yourself. And the reason why this is necessary isn't because that when you find the person you want to be with that you have to deal with all their baggage. It's so that you don't bring baggage into the relationship and they don't either. Now there's going to be a some amount of baggage in, in every relationship that you bring into it just because we are human and it's natural for us to have memories of the past and get caught up into cycles. We have, you know, neural connections that are going to fire off even when you're with somebody different as long as the situation seems the same. And that is not something that we can always control, but you have to have like a... um a filter, you know, and the issue to me becomes that we are, we tend to believe that if we have that kind of love for ourselves, it's because that's the kind of love we should be giving to others. And in a certain way, it is that you should, my point being, if you don't know who you're with, it's hard to say that you love them. If you don't know who you are, it's hard to say that you love yourself. 
But who you are is always changing. Who that person is, is changing constantly. And although they aren't huge changes, they can be very minute. They can be um, just all of a sudden I like ketchup on my mac and cheese. Boom. That's scary stuff, right? But it's a little change about me that you didn't, that that just came across. And (laughs) that's a bad example, but you get what I'm saying. People are changing every day. And you are changing every day and you have to be committed to uh, getting to know that person because that's how you, you stay in love is getting to know that person. And the issue becomes that we think that we, the, the issue becomes that if you don't know yourself, you don't know what you like, you, know, you don't know what your standards are, then you are going to take whatever comes at you and then that person is going to be confused when those standards change and when all of a sudden you change and you're not even going to understand why it is that you suddenly don't like this or don't like that and it's because you never gave yourself the opportunity to learn about yourself know who you are and we often are teaching people how to love us because we go into relationships we don't keep promises to ourselves we don't keep promises to them they don't have to keep promises to us you know if i don't care about how i treat myself why do i expect you to care how you treat me (laughs) um why do you expect you, me why do you why would you expect someone else to be like oh but they're going to care about this if but they don't do it for themselves so some people have no idea where to begin when it comes to self love it's really just self knowledge guys that's more or less what i'm talking about is knowing yourself know who you are stop pretending to be somebody that you're not stop pretending to be the person that you need to be in order to manipulate someone else Stop trying to be the person that you think will be well-liked. Be who you are. Understand who you are. And it's hard to be who you are if you don't understand who you are. So learn about yourself. Take some time to yourself. Understand what you like, what you don't like. And oftentimes the reason why it's hard to do that while you're in a relationship because you've already set a certain amount of standards of what you like and what you don't like. And to switch it up suddenly is really hard in a relationship because you're throwing the person a curveball in many ways. They're used to, oh, but you're down for this, right? Oh, but you'll you'll stand for this, right? And then to suddenly be like, no, I have this standard and if you do it again, you know, no longer am I going to be with you or it's going to cause a riff in our relationship. They'll be like, but we were cool with it you let it go last time so what changes now and that kind of situation is hard so it for people who are who can be in a relationship and have found self-love that is amazing your partner is probably freaking awesome and you're awesome for being able to do that that you guys can go through that because it really is a big change in a person's life when they they take the time to learn about themselves and because they will often discover things that were not so or not the case or maybe not verbalized in the beginning of the relationship um i do want to point out that positivity isn't inherently love so don't get me twisted that loving yourself means like you have to find the best parts about yourself and that's what you're going to accept like you also have to accept the ugly. You have that's the that's the harder and more necessary part if anything is becoming aware of like your flaws, the places where you fall short, your tendency to like this or that that isn't necessarily good, the all those things. And not just knowing them, but being 
being responsible for them because we often throw those responsibilities on somebody else like okay well you're supposed to fix me with your love no you need to fix that with your own love and love that you have for yourself enough to say I need to make a change um the the beautiful thing about knowing yourself is that you suddenly know what you want and you're more open to the ideas of others of of what could possibly help you as well. You know, if you really want to change and you know what you want in life, then you can often are are more available to get it because you're in that state of mind. Um and honestly, loving yourself, it, it allows you to love others because you all, all of a sudden recognize yourself in others. And that might sound a little like self, selfish or like vain. But I, what I'm talking about is like, don't you just love it when you can see somebody and you see like those parts that you love about yourself and that makes you love them even more and not because you're like oh they're so much like me even the things that you don't recognize in yourself that that's the beautiful part like if you know yourself know yourself through and through it's so much easier to appreciate things that are not like you and the things that are like you in somebody else because that makes them unique but if you don't know yourself you're just kind of going into relationships and relationships with other people in in which you have nothing to really bring to the table and that and that in itself makes you so less so much less interesting and and to yourself even like suddenly you don't care about yourself you don't care about what you like you just want to do what that other person likes and that's that's like you know high school middle school bs you know, you got a lot to bring to the table. You just maybe don't know it yet. And that's where I'm going to leave you guys off. What do you guys think? I'm really, really curious. And I'd love to talk with you guys over Instagram because that's where I am on social media. I really don't get on Facebook or any of the other social media platforms. So if you guys want to discuss this with me or have maybe a little longer form um and just talk about it tell me guys what you guys think do you disagree do you agree let me know if this kind of opened any conversations for you with your partner or just for you for yourself you talk with yourself and you're like hey yeah i think we need some more love or we need to <laughs> we need to talk a little bit more that's great too you know um i feel like i say you know a lot and I really am trying to catch it when I do it. But sometimes I get so caught up in what I'm saying that it comes out and I am I just keep rolling through. So that is just something that I have self-discovered. And that is me providing some self-knowledge. <laughs> and it's okay. We're working on it. So thank you guys so much for listening I hope you guys really enjoyed this episode. Next episode is actually, funny enough, also going to be based in relationships and specifically um, dating. So stick around. If you like this uh, episode, you'll probably like the next one as well. I'm going to have a guest on. So it'll be a good little conversation, a little powwow between women. And (laughs) uh, don't forget to review this podcast, guys. This perfect moment, the end of the episode. You're feeling all, you know, 
feeling all good, hopefully feeling like you learned something, go ahead over to iTunes or Google Play and review this podcast and subscribe if you didn't in the beginning when I told you to because you were like, eh, I don't know if I'm gonna like her. Well, now you know. So thank you guys so much for listening again. And don't forget to unapologetically be a work in progress.